With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? In this video, I want to tell the story of, uh, well, we'll let them remain anonymous, but I do have their permission to tell their story. So I just spent an hour on a one-on-one call with an Amazon FBA seller. They booked a call with me because they wanted to talk about, uh, well, their current situation with their Amazon FBA business. Now, I know you see the big number behind me. Uh, They're down about 30 grand. As far as their Amazon FBA journey uh, has gone, it has not gone great. And no, they they were not in my FBA course, by the way, because I would never let people get this far. But um, that being said, they did take an FBA course. They didn't get like kind of the handholding they needed. I'm not trying to like put it all on a course, by the way. Um, the biggest barrier of entry to selling on FBA in general is probably just the how confusing it is to get started and kind of just getting guidance of like, go here, do this, do research. Here's how you do research. Don't skip the financial validation portion, which definitely um, could have been done better in this person's case. Uh, But I guess I just want to do a short video. It doesn't need to be a long one. Give you some quick insights into what went wrong. And then if you guys are on the fence about maybe doing FBA or if you're doing FBA or if you just have an Amazon business, like try to learn from this because these are pitfalls that are there for all of us even print on demand because yes ad spend was involved and you know what let's not even jump the gun uh ad spend was actually what led to this number that you see behind me getting as high as it did ad spend was the biggest um expense for this person's business now um they mentioned that like they didn't feel like they got very um great guidance in that course as far as the you know lessons went on amazon advertising and all of us that are on Amazon, number one, should be running ads. We can't be scared of that forever. And number two, when you get in there, please like be mindful of the fact that those numbers that you type in on a keyboard, they equate to real-life dollars that can and will be spent if you let Amazon spend it. Uh, in this case, the biggest mistake that was made by um, this person was that they set up an auto campaign for their uh, primary FBA product. And again, this could be a merch t-shirt, by the way. It doesn't doesn't matter that it was FBA. This could be KDP. This could be merch. This could be FBA. could be FBM. doesn't matter. They set up an auto campaign, <clears throat> and they set a default bid of about $1.20. Okay? Now, $1.20 is just a random number because it depends on what it is you're selling that ultimately determines like what your bids should be. So when I say a dollar twenty, that that doesn't tell us anything. Because what if the suggested bid is like two dollars fifty, right? So you're coming in at half that. Uh but here's the thing. It that's that was not the case. They bid what what ended up being, we did some investigation, we did a screen share, it was roughly five to six times what they needed to bid per the Amazon suggested bid, which by the way typically comes in pretty high. You know, in my advertising course, I always recommend to people 
come in under the Amazon suggested bid, monitor your impressions, monitor your clicks, and then determine later if you need to increase it. Because if you start high, you're almost guaranteed to start getting impressions, which lead to clicks. And then you never really know if you could have achieved the same level of success without bidding as much. Okay. So they were bidding five to six times what they needed to. They had a relative, like a pretty high daily budget and they just weren't that comfortable in seller central. Didn't spend that much time in seller central. And I I don't even know the actual amount of time that this was allowed to go on for, but they racked up a massive bill. I got to see their lifetime ad spend and it was about 24 grand and they only had two products in their seller central account. One of them was FBM that I didn't, I mean, I, I did see campaigns, but they were inactive. So, uh, yeah. So this, this one FBA product, man, 24 grand. And let me just tell you for perspective, uh, this product in order just to get it manufactured in, in overseas and import it cost $8 per unit. And they started with an initial order of a thousand units. And I just got off the, the phone, so I have all this memorized. So if you do the math, thousand units, eight dollars, and that's that's for production plus shipping, eight thousand dollars. Okay, so that's thirty-two grand in the hole. Um, not necessarily in the hole because they're they're actually like successfully selling these products, as you would expect when your ad spend is that high. But here's the other issue. I mean, there's just so much. I feel bad because yeah, like I feel like this person was led astray, and I know whose course they took. A YouTube fake guru, honestly, the the YouTube fake guru who inspired me to make this channel. So I guess I owe them, even though I, I really don't like this person. I'm not even going to say their name. If you want, if you care, go look at my older videos because you'll see me exposing them in a couple of them. Um, but the course like didn't help this person figure out like how many units to order in the first order. So when when I say a thousand units were ordered, that was probably like four times as many as they needed, and this person like kind of paid me to do this one-on-one call so that we could audit their whole FBA existence. And I'm looking at, you know, my jungle scout, you know, I shout out to jungle scout. If you guys actually want to be on FBA, I recommend their suite of tools. Uh, I can put a link to that in the description. If you want to help me out using the affiliate link, but either way, jungle scout was showing me not just this person's daily sales, but their competition. And by the way, when I did a keyword search, you know, I don't know exactly what the most valuable keywords were, but the keywords that I guessed they ranked as the number one organic uh, spot. So I'm like, okay, you're in the number one organic spot. That's pretty good. But then I look at Jungle Scout. Oh, you're only making four or five sales a day and you order a thousand units. You see what I'm saying? Like with starting an internet business and an Amazon business, guys, like we can make informed decisions without spending a dime. Like we can actually spy on these data points because Amazon gives us some insights with the BSR and then you've got these incredible tools that just keep getting better with Jungle Scout and their team of engineers. And I'm like, okay, you're in the number one organic spot, four to five sales a day. The people next to you are making four or five sales a day. Nobody's making that many sales. So this whole niche is not making that many sales and we're in like the peak season right now for what they were selling. So they were just kind of misled into thinking this was a good product. In general, I don't think the demand was high enough. I mean, when you're in the number one organic spot and you're not not able to move these units. It's not great, right? Um, especially with the ad spend going crazy. The, uh, what else was there? The price point. So they're, they're getting it from, you know, manufacturer plus importing $8. The price point for this product was, let's just round up and say $23. Okay. It was 22 and change 23 bucks. So 23 minus eight, $15. Here's the thing. Now, Amazon FBA, 
they take a percentage of every sale, right? For the Amazon referral fee, for the FBA fee to pick, pack, and ship. Well, their Amazon fee was above $14, okay? So let's just say it was 14 flat. So that means they have $1 of profit per sale. And that's with rounding. If you actually work it out, it's probably about exactly zero. Then you have $24,000 of ad spend. Where does that come from, right? So, I mean, they're definitely in the whole big... And as I'm kind of seeing this person, like, by the way, like a good person definitely like understood the process, understood like what was going on, but going through it for the first time, you know, especially if you pay a premium for a course, you should get some handholding. They didn't get that at all. And they were led astray, in my opinion, when it came to this product selection, you know, it was just, it was big, it was bulky. You know, the first thing I told him when I saw what the product was that they were selling was, you know, these are big. Um, not necessarily that heavy, but like if they're that big, like you're going to pay a lot for shipping alone and then storing them at FBA, you're going to be paying the, um, storage fees, et cetera. You know, the biggest product I ever sold, uh, was quite big without revealing what it was big and heavy. And it was a mistake and it was super expensive. And I don't think I barely made any money by the time it was all said and done. And, you know, but like, like if I would, if you ran that product by me, I would have spoke to my personal experience and said, no, this isn't worth it. Um, this person was led astray by the way. Like I, I already said that, but it's just like, it makes me not feel great. You know, uh, I told this person that they can at least like use their knowledge of the Amazon ecosystem to monetize their seller central account with some FBM print on demand products and showed them some resources that I've got for that. Um, you know, YouTube channel, free mini course, etc. cetera. Uh, told them about merch by Amazon and they're going to figure out whether or not they want to keep pursuing FBA. And I just mentioned, hey, like, you know, before you spend any money, you can validate all your financials ahead of time and get realistic projections of how much money you can expect to make using publicly available data. I wouldn't stop anything short of that because, again, it's all out there, right? Before you drop eight grand on an order, and even if you didn't spend 24 grand on ads, let's say you spent 2,400, you know what I mean? That's, that's over 10K, eight grand and then 2,400, that's over 10K. Uh, protect yourself guys that's the name of the game to me capital preservation with fba you know we talk mainly print on demand on this channel but if we're going to do fba it's a monetary investment it's a big time investment the learning curve sucks initially but when you get comfortable it's you know it's easy i mean i like to believe it's easy anyways but i guess everybody's different um yeah so anyways that was the fba story i don't know where to go with this Uh, i'll just wrap the video up here but um it's no laughing matter you know protect yourself especially with ads amazon has a lot of ad inventory they can spend your money with auto campaigns they make it quite easy so make sure your bids are responsible make sure you check on your campaigns regularly make sure you roll your successful keywords into manual campaigns and do responsible bids there as well and that's really all i wanted to say guys so thank you for watching this video please like please subscribe please comment below if you have a similar story or you have questions or feedback and i'll see you tomorrow with a new video Mm